Good morning, everybody, or should I say, Sawadi. Welcome to another fantastic episode of OP Radio. This one I think you're going to find really interesting, especially for the, the artists and creators out there. We have a very original artist with us today behind an original collection, NFT collection on optimism called Boardtown. So I'm going to allow them to go ahead and introduce themselves. Sawadi Slan, how are you doing? Sawadi ka. Yeah, I'm good. So excited today. Well, we're so excited to have you. Thank you for joining us and thank you for uh, staying up late to be on OP Radio. I think it's probably pretty late where you are right now. Yeah, it's like 10 p.m. here and I'm so proud to be here. Thank you for having me here. It's our pleasure. And that's not too late. That's not too bad. Did you have a one of those good Thai Red Bulls? Red Bull, yeah. Oh, I yeah, have yeah. a Thai salad and Red Bull today. <laughs> for people that don't know, from my understanding, Red Bull is actually from Thailand originally. That's a yeah, Thai creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the Red Bull that most people are familiar with isn't the same. I think the Thai version's better, personally. Oh uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Because like every time that I have to drive like for a long distance, I have to use a Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. That that's about the only time I have a Red Bull myself but they can be useful. Awesome. So Slan, I'm always very curious to hear more about the artist and, and hear about the person behind the art. So can you tell us a little bit about, about who you are and, and where you came from? Yeah. Actually, before NFT, I am a graphic designer and writer and entrepreneur. Yeah. I have my own business like before doing NFT and then like maybe two years ago, there are some something that make me feel uh, impressed. You know, it made me made me feel like I need to do something to to make myself be more creative. Yeah, so I started my first NFT project in June two years ago, and then became a full time NFT artist. The first project that I started is called Facelet Portrait on Ethereum. And then after that, after creating NFT, I'm also a speaker and lecturer about NFT art in Thailand. Very interesting. I'm curious. So it sounds like you have more the the artistic background. Was it very difficult to figure out the technical side of things or or how, how did you manage that to actually create an NFT collection? Actually, I learned by doing like before, before NFT, I never used Twitter and never know about Discord. And like, ten, like maybe 10 days after I sell something to my collector, I start using Twitter in the first time. And like one month after that, my collector made me a Discord. So yeah, it's like I had to learn new thing, you know, like totally new thing. Absolutely. But okay, so that's cool. The collectors actually created the Discord for you? Yes, yes. Because... He liked my my art and my style, but I told him like frankly that I don't know anything about like promoting or do Discord. So he did it for me. So like he's very, very nice. Yeah. That's really cool. And by the way, I love your answer. You just learn by doing. That's also how I, I found the best way to learn new things is to just sort of jump in and start doing it and you'll learn along the way. So kudos, kudos to you for doing that. Okay, so you had this first NFT collection called Faceless Portraits. And then at what point did you 
take me back with the timeline. Like, at what point did you decide to do Board Town, and what prompted that? Like in the beginning of last year, the market is down, and I feel that like it's it's harder to sell my facelet portrait, and sometimes I feel that people don't want my art anymore. Yeah, it's like I feel disappointed and stressed. So I want to do something to change my mind and like boost my creativity. And then in, I think in May, yeah, late of May, I found the OP, yeah. And then I saw that I can make my art and just let people mean it for free. So I created Mortal without telling anyone, even my co-founder. Yeah, may, may I introduce you to my co-founder, Eric? Hello, everyone on the OP radio. So, yeah, when she started Boretown, also was the time when the ETH gas fees were ridiculous. You were for, So for like her faceless portrait collection, you were spending, you know, three to five times the price of the NFT on gas alone. And so she was feeling very stressed about this. And as an artist, again, she wanted to be able to show, share her artwork with the world. That's so how she's been connecting with people, building a community. And I, I could see at that time she was getting very stressed. And like she said, she just went out, dropped the collection. And I think it was just a big relief for her. And around that time, and then a couple of weeks after it released, she said, oh, by the way, <laughs> I created this collection. And so the, from there, we, we, we've seen great success with Boretown and especially from the support from the Optimism community. Yeah, I think nowadays as an artist, and this isn't unique to crypto, but on the one hand, I think there's probably unprecedented opportunities for artists and creators because you can kind of just do your thing and, and make your creations and put them out into the world, which is great. But the sort of flip side or the con to that is you sort of have to be a one man or a, or a one woman show where you're not just the artist, but you're also the community manager and the marketer and the and the CEO. So I could really understand, you know, Slan, it sounds like your your background is really just being an artist. I can really understand the desire for you to just want to get back to what you really love doing, which is creating art. Yeah, I was very busy doing everything and like it's difficult for me i can say that i i work on everything alone for like three months you know like before before Bortow, i have eric to help me and like when i started Bortow, i have some mod and some like people from thai community to help me but like after that maybe one month after that i try everything by myself and like do everything on promoting, on making art, and talk with people. Yeah, so it's a little bit difficult, but I like learning. So, yeah, it's good for me. Yeah, it's always good to stay curious and learn new things, right? Slan, I actually distinctly remember when you launched Board Town because I remember I saw it shortly after, and I saw it and I thought, wow, this is just a really unique and original collection of artwork. And I'm curious, first of all, I'm, I'm curious about the name, Board Town. I think it's like a really interesting pairing of words. Where did you come up with the name? Actually, at that time, there is a collection named the Goblin Town, you know, and like 4F that I like a lot. So 
I think maybe I can like use some of that word to mix together. And I get the idea of using the bore town because it can represent my feeling at that time that I bore about doing marketing. I bore about trying to like please people. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. 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 And uh, I bore about like expectation from, from other people and especially from myself. Amazing. Well, it looks like you were able to put those expectations aside because in my opinion, obviously our art is subjective, but in my opinion, you managed to create a really, as I said, a, a really unique and original collection. And, you know, this is, I'm curious, like, where did the inspiration for this collection come? Like, who are these figures? They're just quite remarkable. Like, I've never seen something quite like them. Is there something you drew inspiration from, Slan? At that time, I worked with like huge tribe people in Thailand. Yeah, the the Hmong, Hmong people and like, huh? yeah, Karen, Karen and like Aka, yeah. And then they normally use the color of red and black and white. So I feel like I want to use that color in my uh, my artwork as well. I see. You know, I did not draw that connection, but I am familiar with the Karen. I believe those are like indigenous Thai peoples in northern Thailand. And now that you mention that, I, I can see some of the some of the references there. That's very cool. Thank okay, you. so yeah, my pleasure. So you have this interesting tagline on your Twitter bio, and what it says is, "No utility, no roadmap, just art." And I love that because, you know, not to knock anybody who's doing anything different with NFTs. I think people by and large are, are still trying to figure out what NFTs are, but you seem to settle on this definition of we're not trying to do anything crazy here. We are just creating art and, and putting it on chain. Is that right? Yes. For me, I think just art is utility, you know, like we don't have to buy any utility for art. For me, I feel that making art is like making the the world more beautiful, you know. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a I'm a huge proponent of that myself. Aesthetics are very important. So, Slan, take me back when you when you began Board Town. It was faceless portraits that was on Ethereum mainnet, right? Layer one. Yeah, yeah. And then, why the decision to to launch on Optimism? Mm, at first, I wanted to launch on Ethereum, but when I know about Optimism and I found that I can just launch on layer two with very small gas fee, you know? So I think it's it's a good idea. So people can get my art without paying a lot. Yeah, totally. Maybe a a place where people or artists like yourselves can be a little bit more experimental and maybe take some risks because we don't have those high gas fees. So I'm curious, you know, the collection has been around for, I think, around six months now. What are your thoughts on optimism? How's it been going for you? Do you how, how do you find the community? I found that community in, in optimism is good for me. It's like I feel I belong here because I like the philosophy of optimism. It's like you don't have to talk about money all the time, you know, and we just like try to do some culture that people can be friends, can help each other. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel that way about optimism as well. Obviously I'm biased, but we try to be as collaborative and welcoming as possible. So I'm curious, Lan, something I kind of skipped over here was, you know, you were, you were creating other kinds of artwork. Why, why move into NFTs at all? Like why the decision to put this artwork on chain? 
You mean like like before this, I put on OpenSea and now I put on Chin, right? Yeah, I'm talking about like when at the beginning of your journey, I guess, when you did faceless portraits, what prompted you to actually get involved with NFTs? Because you were already an artist at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, she's getting <laughs> she's getting a little bit bogged down with listening. It takes she's not always used to. It. So when she first got into NFTs, like she said, it was a creative endeavor. As we progressed, she saw, you know, Web3 is the future. You know, it, it connects the world. So she has that entrepreneurial background. And that's actually where we're working to. So we do have, you know, she did create the tagline, you know, no utility, no roadmap, just art. But, you know, recently, because of the support of the community, we have been looking at ways to give back and talking to some businesses. And, you know, that's Web3. I mean, that's the future. That's where she wants to be. It's a great resource for her to tie into her in real life business and to make connections around the world. And as she does so, again, she can share her vision with her art. And like she says, she just likes to put beauty out there. And yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that assist, Eric. Yeah. So I let's talk now. I think there something kind of interesting happened where wasn't there a copycat or a clone of Boardtown, maybe on another chain or something? Did somebody basically just copy the project? Yeah, yeah. Like some of my colleagues have found that on other chains. So I feel like I want to make my board out on other chain at first. But when I talk with the collector, they said, oh, don't have to make it more on other chain. So I come up with the idea that why don't I try to have other collection on other chain just to like present, yeah. To present myself there. I'm curious, Lane. How did how did you feel the first time you you saw that somebody had had copied you? How how did you feel about it? Actually, at first, I feel like disappointed. Yeah, and after that, maybe feel like oh, it's good. So maybe people like my art. So that's why they have copied my art to other chain. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I I have a little joke over here because optimism is, as far as I know, the most forked layer two. And I always say uh, forking is the highest form of flattery. So I would just take it as a compliment that, you know, your art was cool and captivating and, and popular enough for someone else to to want to copy you. If we look at like uh, optimistic, it would be like that. Exactly, exactly. Look at it optimistically, glass half full kind of perspective. Okay, so Lan, I think you have another collection in the works don't you maybe maybe something involving one of my favorite four-legged friends can you tell us about that oh yeah the kitchen the kitchen is the collection that i work with another thai artist friend his name is anime kami yeah actually we work about this like maybe 10 months ago before i created the water at that time I started a club, like 10K ENS club. So we want to make some profile picture for people on 10, like 100K ENS club. So we work together from that time. Very cool. And is that out already? Like, can people mint these or is it coming soon? Uh, actually, 2022 pieces were minted. And we're going to let people mint more on Saturday. 
Oh, excellent. That's perfect timing. I'll be keeping an eye out for that. Yes. Um, yeah, I will send you the link too. Ah, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I love cats. And so I love, I've, I'm looking at a picture of this right now. Sorry, listeners, you can't see it. But if you want to check it out, the Twitter profile is Catton's Official. That's C-A-T-E-N-S Official. And you can get a preview of some of this artwork. And I got to say, it looks great. The one I'm looking at looks like it's drinking a Red Bull, actually, with a with an OP logo on it. Actually, it's Mia Tan, you know. What's that? It's Mia Tan from uh, oh, other okay. project. It's, yeah, from Mike. Uh, oh, oh, it's the beers, beers.fun. Yes. Ah, very cool. So, okay. That's the plan because it is going to be a 100K collection. We've so the next one is with Beers Fun. That's going to be the next drop. But we're going to have with multiple collections within the Optimism chain. We're going to collaborate with different people. We've we're talking to some now. Hopefully, we'll be announcing within the next week. But the next the one coming up will be with beer cans, and then you'll see some of your other favorite Optimism NFTs added with the Catons. That's so cool. I love this. Yeah, working with some of the other other figures in the Optimism NFT community. And for people who aren't sure what we're referencing, Mike from Rebel was on OP Radio. So you can go check out that episode too if you want. Awesome, guys. Well, is there anything else? I, I feel like we're wrapping up here. Is there anything else, Lan, you'd like to tell the listeners of OP Radio before we bid everybody goodbye? Actually, I have a new project. Like maybe we're going to launch it on in June, right? The, the later part of the year. So she's going to take this year. It's going to, she's going to slow it down a bit. We have the captains and there's going to be, we're going to solidify everything with board town under that banner. And then hopefully we're working towards creating a dynamic NFT in the later part of the year. And that artwork is going to be under the board town banner. It's it's going to be similar and it's going to incorporate all of her other projects. So let's say you start out with a body, if everyone can mint a body. And then if you have an NFT from this collection, or we're also going to collaborate with some of the other big OP projects, that's going to allow you a certain trait to add to your original piece. So it's going to, people are going to be able to customize their NFTs and in doing so, hopefully we can bring in some of the other communities from optimism and work together towards creating a a fun project. That's a bit different than what's, what's out there right now. Very cool. Wow. It sounds like you're quite prolific, Slan. You're, you're, you're doing so much. How do you manage to create so much art? Yeah. Must be drinking that that Red Bull. I guess. <laughs> and honey, yes, a lot. <laughs> I guess if you're doing what you love, it, it's easy to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I love drawing, you know? Like, I draw and make some art since I was very young. Yeah. And it's just like I can't stop making art. So that's why I have a lot of things, like, <laughs> like, from last year. The interesting thing is, along with being an artist, she's one of the most creative and entrepreneurial people I know. She didn't mention it, but previous to starting her own business, she used to be a writer for Ultraman in Thailand here. So she was on the writing staff there. And she also worked at... What is uh, Ultraman? Is that a like a magazine or a newspaper or... 
It's for the show, the live show. It's kind of, it comes out of Japan. It's kind of like, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's a, it's a, a earlier version of that. That Japan, right? Japan. Yes, from Japan. It came from Japan and then Thailand has its own version where the different colored characters join together to create Ultraman. Wow, that's cool. Right on. I love the name. So she was a writer for, for Ultraman and sounded like you were going to say something else as well. And she also, after that, she moved into working for a publisher as an editor and publisher. And she's written how many books now? I think three. Yeah, she's written three of her own books. So she is constantly making moves, creating. And that's what she likes about the NFT community. It gives her a lot of options and she's constantly able to learn new things and it, it really feeds her creativity. Wow, a true polymath. That is really interesting. What What are the books about? I'm curious. Anyway, it's like for business, you know, I wrote a book about like homestay business. And after that, Oh, Hugh Tribe. Yeah, because I worked with them for like one year and I wrote a book about their culture and how to be friends with them or how to travel to their village. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that explains sort of the inspiration for Boardtown. You're you're very knowledgeable about the Hill Tribes. Yeah, yeah. And I love their culture and I really love like their their costume and their yeah, everything. Yeah, me too. Very, very unique. Very interesting. Yeah, the Hill Tribe people, they he has done some charity work with them in the past and she's worked with them, teaching them skills because she also she also does like fashion and she taught them how to make different uh, like handbags and things that they can sell at the local markets. But the eventual goal is we would like to create that's probably next year, we will create a collection highlighting the the Hill Tribe people and hopefully being able to bring some resources to that community. There, she does have an a, a awesome piece about inspired by the Aka people on foundation. I'll send a link over to you later to check it out. But yeah, the Hill Tribe people, she spent a lot of time with them. Every couple months, she'll go out to their village and work with them. So that's something very important for the Thai community. And I mean, just spreading that culture with the world. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we can add a fashion designer to the list along with visual artist and writer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right, guys. I think we're going to call wrap it up right now. So thank you so much, Slan and Eric, for joining us today. Really loved hearing about the inspiration behind Boardtown and wish you the best of luck with your future endeavors and Looking forward to see what else you do. Thank you so much for having us. It was a great pleasure talking to you and also meeting Lindsay as well as she sits there silently. Yeah, Lindsay has been in the background providing logistical support. Thank you, Lindsay. No problem. It was delightful. Okay, I will yeah. I will close this. Uh, you can tell me if I pronounce this right. Kop Kun. Kop Kun Krap. Kop Kun Krap. Yes, and thank you so much for having me here. I'm sorry that my English is not so good, but like I tell everyone in Wartow that we can we can use like broken English in our Discord. Yeah, just for like communicate. Oh, don't I wouldn't worry about it at all. I think your English is just fine and, I, and you did great. So thank you. Thank you once again for joining us and have a great rest of your day, everybody. We'll see you on the Internet. Stay optimistic. Bye bye. Bye bye.